Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Pasha's Bow. Pasha's Bow contains the last three makos that Hashem brings upon the Egyptians. Pasha's Bow, according to the Chinuch, contains 20 mitzvos. We are off and running with mitzvos. There are nine positive mitzvos and 11 restrictions in this parsha, you have one, the first mitzvah that was given to the Jewish nation as a nation in Egypt, and that is the mitzvah of the Jewish calendar. The Jewish calendar is a composite of both lunar and solar. Lunar in the sense that our months follow the moon, and the lunar year is 354 days, hence we also follow the solar calendar because otherwise we'd lose 11 days a year and Pesach would not be in the springtime. And in at least three different places in the Torah, the Torah insists that Pesach be observed in the spring. You have many of the laws of Pesach, both those laws that were unique to the Pesach in Mitzrayim as well as those laws that are Pesach Doros throughout the generations. And finally, at the end of the parsha, you have the mitzvah of Tefillin. I'd like to call your attention to a very interesting phenomena, and let's focus for a moment on the very first, what we would call Seder. I don't believe they had all the different steps of the Seder as we do. But let's focus on the meal, the celebration that the Jewish people had in Egypt on the night that preceded their liberation and exodus from Egypt on the 9th of the 15th of Nisan. The Torah tells us, They were to eat the meat of the Korban Pesach on this night. Now, the Torah tells us they were to eat it with matzah, they were to eat it with moror. The question is, when was this eaten? And whereas Rabbi Akiva is of the opinion that one could fulfill the mitzvah, of Korban Pesach, the Paschal Lamb, throughout the night of the 15th, we try exceedingly hard, and that's why we eat our afikoman before mid the night, before chatzos, we, fought, we try to comply with the other opinion, that of Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, that the Korban Pesach is eaten before Chatzos. I'd like to suggest one of the reasons why. Aside from the Psukim cited in the Gemara, a very interesting historical phenomena. If I were to ask any of you, why are we sitting down to a Pesach Seder? You'll answer me, we are remembering we are reliving, we are commemorating 
that great event which took place in Egypt on this night. Wonderful. However, listen carefully. When they ate the Korban Pesach in Mitzrayim, prior to Chatzos, prior to mid-the-night, nothing had yet happened. The Torah tells us in this week's parsha of Bo, and it was literally at mid-the-night, and Hashem Mitzrayim, and God literally smote all the firstborn that were in Egypt. And not only the firstborn that were in Egypt, the rabbis tell us if there was a firstborn of Egypt who was traveling abroad, he died over there. Amazing. And now watch. That, that happened at mid the night. We ate and celebrated prior to mid the night. So if you could ask any one of those participants in the very first Pesach Seder of the Jewish history, what are you celebrating? What would their answer be? Unlike our answer that we celebrate what Hashem did for us, they would answer, we are celebrating what He will do for us. What an incredible idea. The Jewish people in Mitzrayim celebrated their emuna, They celebrated their bitachon. They celebrated their faith in God by first of all slaughtering the Egyptian god, realizing that it was defenseless in saving itself. They roasted it so that the odor and aromas should waft and the Egyptians should understand exactly what we did. But it's not only our rejection of the Egyptian god, it is our affirmation of our, not just optimism, our belief that Hashem was going to redeem us, which indeed He did. And I'd like to point out that there are several other practices that we do throughout the year as well as on the night of the Pesach Seder, which reflects just this emuna and bitachon. Watch. If I were to ask anybody, why are you washing your hands with a cup in a ritual fashion prior to your eating of bread? Your hands are clean. Why wash your hands? The Talmud tells us and the term, interestingly, is called Srach Truma. And this is found in the Gemara Chagiga, 17b. It's found in the Gemara Chulin, 107a. The idea is as follows. When we had a Beis Hamikdash, the Kohen ate special food, which the Jewish farmer in Israel gave him, approximately 2% of his produce, that's called truma. Before the Kohen could eat that food called truma, he had to wash his hands. Today, we don't have the institution 
of truma in that we give it to the Kohen. We still designate from the produce of the land of Israel, Trumos and Masros, but we don't give it to the Kohen. So the Chachamim wanted that the Kohanim should be prepared, that please God, Bimheimur Yibon Amigdash, tomorrow there's going to be the third base Amigdash. And when we have the third base Amigdash, we want the Kohanim to be in shape. We want them to be prepared. We want them to be familiar with the laws of Natilas Yodayim. So think about it. For almost 2,000 years, all of the Jewish people have been washing their hands because if only the Kohanim would have washed, this would have been long forgotten because the Kohanim represent a small minority of the Jewish people. So we wash our hands. And washing the hands is not enough. If we would only wash our hands without a bracha, this practice would have died a long time ago. We recite a blessing. Amazing. What's the significance of this blessing? We are affirmed our optimism. We're affirming our emuna that, please God, there will be a third Beis Amigdash. The Kohanim will be eating truma. The Kohanim need to know this, and we keep it along. Everybody has salt on their table, please God, tonight for the Shabbos meal. Do you dip the challah? Do you not dip the challah? Etc. That's secondary. But I can only tell you that the Shulchan Aruch tells us in Simon Kuf Samach Zayin that having the salt on the table is, says the Ramah, in Halacha Hey, Mikomako Mitzvahavi Al Kol Shulchan Melach. Make sure the salt is there. Why? Kodem Sheyibsa before you cut the challah. Because our dining room table, our table that we eat our Shabbos meal, is compared to the altar. The achila and our eating is like a korban. And the Torah says in Parshas Vayikra, I'll call korbancha takriv melach. There is to be salt accompanying the korbanos. Amazing. What is this telling us? We're simply reliving that which we had in the past. We had a base Migdosh, and therefore we are rem- remembering it. Yes, but more important, there will be that third base Migdosh. There will be that restoration of Korbanos. There will be that salt on the Mizbeach again. Your having salt on the table tonight is again your optimism that this is what's going to be in the future. And finally, if you want to look at Jewish history, take a look at the end in Parshas Ekev, where the Torah has the second paragraph of the Shema. And the Torah tells you, unfortunately, if you're going to stray from the Torah, you're going to be driven out of the land. And what's right after that? The Torah says, put on tefillin. Teach Torah. Put a mezuzah on your door. What's the connection of this flow? You're going to be driven out of the land. Put on tefillin, Torah, mezuzah. Rashi says something which is incredible. This is chapter 11 in Devarim, verse 18. Bring the Rashi to the table. Even after you are driven out of the land of Israel, 
Heyu mitsunim ba mitzvos. Be careful and scrupulous in your performance of mitzvos. Why? Hanichu tefillin. Put them on the tefillin. Asu mezuzos. Mezuzos on your door. So that when you come back to the land of Israel, which is the primary place of the observance of mitzvot, not the chas v'shalom, outside of Israel we don't perform mitzvot. Of course we do. But our performance of mitzvot, Rashi says, is once again an affirmation in our very strong belief that there will be the geula, the redemption is going to come. So what you have in Parshas Bo is this fantastic idea. The first Pesach, they celebrated Emuna that they will be freed, and we do so much throughout the year. We end every Shemona Esrei, Sheyabona Beis HaMikdash, Bimhei Rabbi Ameinu. Shabbat Shalom to all.